welcome to today's podcast and we're covering two questions for you today so the first one should i be offended if a customer wants a trial clean and as we all know holiday season's coming up should i keep slots open for customers while they go on holiday so there are two questions for today so diane give us the first one in a bit more detail yeah so should i be offended if a client wants a trial clean so this 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 happens so you know i want i want a cleaner a regular cleaner um but you know i'm going to after the first clean then i'll decide whether i want you to be my regular cleaner it's it's quite a common thing and i think in the industry we struggle with it we get upset about it because it's like they can't test me i'm a professional cleaner um but also there's that dilemma over well if it's a trial clean is it a deep clean is it therefore at deep clean prices and because you charge usually charge more if it's a a one-off clean than if it's a regular one Mm. and i think you have to look at it slightly from the customer's point of view they've been stung they took on a cleaner they signed up to a three six-month contract or whatever and the cleaner wasn't very good so of course they want a trial clean. I want to see what I I want to see who you are, what you're like. Wouldn't we all want a trial clean? Yeah. And I kind of think, isn't every clean a trial clean? <laughs> it kind <laughs> of is, isn't it? Like you're only really ever as good as your last clean, as far as the client's concerned. <laughs> and it's a two-way trial clean. And I I normally turn it back on them. I'm like, where's the trial for us too? You know, we're not gonna know until we're two or three cleans in exactly what's required. So so would you, should we talk about it a bit more? And then I'll ask you whether you do a trial clean. Yeah. Okay. So when it comes to the first clean, I've got to say, I would always book a double clean on the first one anyway. And I'll be quite honest about it. And if they ask me for a trial clean, I'm like, yep, that's absolutely fine. But you do understand that that first clean will need to be a double clean. And we may not get around as much as we normally would do. So you're not going to see us enough to see what a regular clean would be like. So as much as I'm happy to come and do it, it's not really a fair trial. I agree. And, and I always say, you know, apart from that, I do say, well, every clean's a trial clean and we're, we're happy with that. However, it takes us two or three visits to get on top of things sometimes. And so really you'd need to give us two or three visits to show you that we were now at maintenance stage and can look after it for you. Yeah. But, and sometimes you can turn it around and go, it's a trial for you as well. I want to see how you live in this house because yeah. I know we can clean it, but, you know, can I clean it in the time I've quoted if you are going to destroy it in between times and they normally have a gig oh no I'm very clean I'm very clean I'm like good <laughs> let's see yes yeah and actually sometimes on the first clean um and those of you listening have probably had this you know the client has tied it up for your first clean um and you go along for your first clean and actually you manage to get through quite a lot especially if you've booked extra time which we try and do for the first clean as well but then the next time you go maybe they've forgotten that you're going or or maybe even a few visits in they've just got used to you going and it gets less and less tidy as you go along doesn't it yeah house rabbits are, are the guilty culprits there in some of our house they get messed um, yeah you said that before it must be a manchester thing house rabbits <laughs> um so trial cleans yes or no would you do them well i think so long as you manage the client's expectations then as i said every clean is a trial clean both ways but manage the client's expectations as to what you can do because i always say look if we could spring clean your house in three hours i would make a fortune but we can't. So what are we going to focus on? You know, which rooms and we'll clean each room to a high standard, but we won't be able to do the whole house. Yeah, I, I'm pretty similar. It's not that I ignore the fact they're asking for a trial clean, but it's not really relevant to my quote. I'm going to quote them regardless of whether they say it 
or not like you every clean's a trial clean so asking me for it really means nothing I'm going to tell you the plan as to how we're going to get your house clean and if you don't like it at any point you can leave like in a really nice way we're not going to tie in customers if they're not happy then they should have the right to leave so I sort of would cover it like that and say in the contract you've got a one week cancellation period you know that's one clean yeah and now and we have two week cancellation in hours and sometimes that's one clean if they're fortnightly and I always say to them look we would rather have you as an amazingly happy customer than tie you into a contract because a happy customer will recommend us to your friends and and, and neighbors but a customer that's tied in and not happy it's not good for anybody so no absolutely um you're not tied in no so trial cleans I think yes and I wouldn't be offended because I understand it I understand the customer's point of view and just kind of make light of it and say they're all a trial clean let's get on with giving you the quote yeah and also I think you know we've talked on previous podcasts about emotion I think sometimes when uh, you know we're told I want to do a trial clean it's kind of like you're testing me and it's kind of like the the, the client just wants to check that the service is right for them and you know vice versa and I think when I've had that conversation with with business cleaning business owners about trial cleans and how it makes them feel we'll then have another conversation perhaps about when they're recruiting and they want to give somebody a trial day and it's kind of like be careful because they might have the same emotional response as you've just had to the client asking for a trial clean <laughs> I think it's a bit like having a date before you get married if you're going to go into your marriage contract you kind of want to date the person first a bit don't you we can we have more than one date before you get married you know (laughs) you know (laughs) whatever (laughs) so on that note should we move on to the next question yeah so the next question is so it's holiday season clients are going on holiday do you keep their time slots open and and we've you know we had a question in one of the groups where their client was going on holiday for six weeks and the question was what do I do do I keep that slot open I think when it's two weeks it's it's a different scenario but what what do you do Louise obviously it depends on your business setup so I can answer it how we are now but I equally understand that's not an answer for everyone so I don't think it would particularly bother us now because all of our staff have children so a lot of our staff are on holiday so we've often got two or three off on a given day so if somebody said I want to cancel for the whole summer holidays we go woohoo um so we actively there are some people that are teachers and they say look I don't want cleaners during the holidays and we'll they say other cleaning companies won't take us on I personally am like yes we'll take you on because holidays are the hardest time to cover but that being said, I do completely understand that that is quite a unique situation. And a lot of cleaning companies, like if you've got somebody who on a Tuesday does four hours at this particular house every week and they're going on holiday for six weeks, that's four hours that a member of staff is going to lose out on. So are you responsible for paying them or are you going to have unhappy staff? It's it's a really tricky situation. So I'm going to pass it back to you before I give a full answer. Go on. What would you do, Diane? Yeah. And I think you're right to sort of it depends on the business. Yeah. In our business, we we awful as it is, we sometimes celebrate cancellations because it takes the pressure off, especially in holiday season. You know, we have to let our team off and there's a lot of them. So there's going to be at least two or three of them off probably even more than that, to be honest, throughout the summer holidays. So, um, yeah, so from our point of view, as a bigger business, it's not so much of a challenge. As a smaller business, you've got that obligation. If you've got a team, you've got an obligation to pay them. You just said, you know, if somebody, four hours a week client's gone, what are you going to give that team member to do? And that's when it can start to get challenging for for a smaller business with, with a team. 
because you've got the cost of paying that team member and you're not getting paid by the client. So what do you do? Maybe in that scenario, you need to fill those slots, especially if it's a long period of time. And of course, if you're a solo cleaner without a team, and that's your completely your lost income. Um, and if you get three cancellations in a week, it's a, that's a serious effect on your income. So maybe it's a it depends, but also what can you do about it in each scenario, I suppose? So there are a few options and all of these really come down to your terms and conditions and how you work as a business. And I think ultimately at the point where they cancel on you in the summer holidays, if you don't have terms and conditions, it's too late to do anything. There's nothing you are going to do. But it's entirely predictable. We know this is going to happen. We're having this conversation because it happens. Um, so if you know it's going to happen, then you need to decide what you want to do when it happens. So if you were to have terms and conditions and you said, look, if you go on holiday, I need a retainer. Or some people say you pay no matter what. Your slot, you will pay for the whole lot. Not sure how I'd feel about that one. Um, but you might say, look, it's a 50% retainer. Or you might say, actually, we take the first two weeks of the summer holidays off. I'm going to close anyway. Um, you can do that. You can still go ahead and do the clean and do, particularly if it's like two weeks, I would go in and do the cutlery drawer. I'd do the fridge. I'd do, you know, oh, I'd rearrange their shoe cupboard if needs be. There are things you can do. Clean all the windows. I, You know, there's loads to do. Um, so I would be looking at that. But really, this comes down to the contract. Um, so it is a retainer. Also, it depends on your area, because for me, if I had a load of gaps, I could probably advertise and fill them with one off cleans. I say probably it's never as easy as that. And it depends on the market at the time. But over the summer holidays, a lot of people want one off cleans. So that's a possibility. But again, that depends how well set up you are, how big your waiting list is, how populated your area is. Um, it's really about predicting it and deciding what you want to do, but you cannot decide at the time. It has to be done months in advance. Yeah. And one of the things that we do at the beginning of June every year is we send out an email to all our clients asking them for their holiday dates so that we can plan our holiday schedules. And actually, because I said, you know, sometimes we're grateful for cancellations. We'd rather know well in advance when we don't like it is when they tell us the day before they're going on holiday and we were due to clean the, that the next day. That's like you knew you were going on holiday because you not have told us. So we try and prompt it. We do it for all the seasonal events. We do it for Christmas. We do it for Easter. But we do it before the summer holidays start so that we can start planning our schedules and I suppose you know as a solo cleaner who's going to really feel that loss of income you maybe need to decide how long is too long um so like I say somebody going on holiday for two weeks I would say to the client look we'll clean normally the first week and then the second week we're going to do some extra jobs like you said we'll clean inside the fridge we'll, we'll clean inside all your kitchen cupboards what an amazing thing to come back to I'd love somebody to do that for mine right now um so you can do extras and use that time up if they're fortnightly then they probably don't need to miss a clean at all you can just clean as normal and then they'll be back but in the particular question was you know they're going away for six weeks as a solo cleaner I'd be tempted to say oh, I can't keep your slot open for six weeks and yeah I've got you know, You've got to look after yourself and your business and, and your family. And you don't know if they're going to come back at the end of it. So you cost, I sort of, it's hard though, because you build a friendship. And I know, particularly when I was a solo cleaner, there were customers and I was like, the last thing I wanted to do was lose them. It's not like I had a nice, great big waiting list like I do now. You know, I didn't know if I could even fill it. Um, so you think, well, actually, I'm better off waiting for a guaranteed customer to come back at the end of it. I really like that customer. I want to keep going. I'm part of their family. I can see why it's a hard decision to make. 
Yeah. And like you said, I think it will depend on the customer. So we've got a particular customer that actually, apart from during COVID, does go away for, for sort of six weeks at a time, a couple of times a year. But they've been with us for about 10 years. And they always come back. So we don't mind keeping their slot open. Um, but if I say if I was a solo cleaner and somebody was going away for six weeks, I'd say I might not be able to keep the slot open. But get in touch when you're back and I'll see if I've got some space for you. And then at least the client is aware rather than springing it on them in six weeks time, they're aware in advance that that's what happened. And actually they might even offer to pay you, but they're going to understand you can't lose the income. You know, particularly if they're a, you know, a weekly customer, that's going to be a big chunk to lose. Um, but there's also the, you know, if it's two weeks, tell them what you're going to do in the extra week when technically they haven't been in the house, but there'll be loads of jobs you can do. But in all the DCBN contracts, there's cancellation clauses. It says what to do in the event of a holiday. So I know that ours have to give us at least a week's notice. Any if we're 24 hours uh, notice, they're expected to pay the full cost of the claim. Um, so you get plenty of notice, um, but we don't charge if they go on holiday, mainly because I don't mind if they cancel. But um, I could understand if you do. I could completely understand. But it does. There is one other thing to bring into this. So. As a solo cleaner, you are inevitably at some points going to go off sick. Like it would be brilliant if you didn't, but you are going to go off sick. And so there has to be sometimes that little bit of give and take. And so what's really tricky is when we see a customer say, right, I'm going on holiday for six weeks. And the customer cleaner goes, well, fine, I'm going to charge you for all of those. Then they miss two cleans because they're off sick. And yet they expect the customer to pay. And you go, how is that fair? You know. it's always that give and take and and I'm always wary of of too stringent cance cancellation clauses because it can come back and bite you a little bit not that your customer would expect you to pay if you were cancelling however it's give and take for me so I kind of think well actually if I had a client with a last minute cancellation and I've managed to fill the schedule I don't need to charge them so but that what that means is the next time we've got a problem and we might need to move a client around or cancel them guess who I'm, guess who I'm ringing you know so there it's, it's you know it's it's that give and take isn't it the relationship with your clients and kind of helping them so they'll help you sometimes but yeah you've but the main thing for this for me is plan ahead so you know you've got to be asking the question are you going away and you know start marketing um and filling those slots because yeah you don't want a whole or you can take a holiday take two weeks off yourself yeah. <laughs> and tell all your clients that you're having two weeks off and just take a holiday because we all deserve that too and how many cleaners particularly in the early days particularly if you're building a business they don't take time off imagine that and and i've got a lot of respect there's a lot of companies we close over christmas for 10 days depends how the holidays fall um, and yeah. i know companies that close for two weeks in in the summer holidays i think that's awesome um we don't but but that's because at the point where we would have done we'd already passed that point by the time i realized it was an option i was like well, it's too big we you know we need to cover all these points anyway uh, but yeah if it was just me and a team of five or six i'd probably close for two weeks i agree i think yeah and we, we recently just closed on mondays and i wish i'd done it years ago but yeah it, it, going with hindsight i think closing for two weeks in the summer what's wrong with that you can all have a holiday brilliant wouldn't it um but now actually to be honest when you get to a bigger business it's actually easier to stay open than it is to close down christmas is different but i don't know if even with christmas it depends on the holidays because there's lots of people that don't celebrate christmas particularly around us and we're starting to get more and more pushback on that closing period so um that's slightly off topic though isn't it yeah and the only the other thing with closing of course and we we, we feel this at christmas is the week before 
you're really busy. And then the week after, you're really busy. So you do sort of pay for that time off a little bit sometimes, don't you? Yes, but that's a good thing because the money's coming in. Perfect. Thank you very, very much for listening to this podcast. We will be back again next week with some more questions. Feel free to email them to us, message them to us. Um, Lots of you are speaking to us anyway. Thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you or you hearing from us probably um, again soon. (laughs) Thanks, Louise.